Hello there, and welcome back to the Awazi Podcast, your bi-weekly dose of spicy conversations. Wink, wink. Today, we are really turning up the heat with our guest. Uh, she's the founder of Afro Heat, a groundbreaking fitness community that celebrates African and Black culture while promoting a healthy and active lifestyle. She provides women with specialized training programs and a safe space to thrive. Welcome to the pod squad, Hamrawit Gizal. Oh my God, I think you described <laughs> me better than me, I swear. <laughs> Actually, great segue. <laughs> And thank you for coming through and a great segue because I'm going to give you the chance to introduce yourself and like your background and some fun facts we should know about you. Okay. Could you say what you said about me so that I can repeat it? <laughs> anyway, so hi, I'm Hamrawit. Where do I start? So I'm a personal trainer. I'm a group fitness instructor and a dance fitness instructor. And I founded Afroheat almost two years ago now. I come from such a diverse background, but I think as soon as I realized fitness was something that I loved as a hobby at first, but because it was the most consistent thing I was doing for the past however many years before that, I thought, let me make a career out of it. And then it seemed like in Ethiopia, a lot of women needed the service also. It's still different. So four years ago, when I was going to the gyms, a lot of women were still not doing strength training or any sort of weight training. Um, and so I thought, no, like, I'd like to change that and I'd like to play a role in changing that. Obviously, I, c- I can't change. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but like to this day, I do see the need for women safe spaces um, in gyms or in general, in the context of training in general. So so that's why my dance classes right now are actually female only. Um, I do get still a lot of requests for not to be female only. But the reason I focus on females is because I don't think even globally, I don't think that the fitness space caters to women particularly. I feel like we have such complex anatomies, physiology, physiology, um, hormones. I feel that I want to work in that space. So, yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. You're you're so right. Yeah, we don't really have the space or actually a specialization, even medically. A fun fact, actually, they did the first testing of tampons with actual blood. Like you say, the Scandras 2023, this is the first time they tested it with actual uh, blood. I don't believe you. They used to do it, yeah, but with water. I don't believe it. Yeah, so this completely changes what the scale is on who has a heavy flow or not. So it's like not so fun fact. Oh my goodness. So August 2023 is that when that dropped. So I love what you're doing. Thank you. (laughs) Actually, uh, this is not even a podcast episode. This was my way of manipulating you into giving me a a spot. (laughs) In class? (laughs) You're always invited. Oh my God. I have invited you how many times now? Like three times. Just just come through. You don't even need to let me know. I shall. I shall. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm putting it out there for the Awazi podcast. Okay, when are my classes? Wednesdays. What time is it? Uh, it's six. Wow. Where? Yeah. Oh, is it Arafanti? No. Girl, you. Uh, I, I made it. Antica. It's Antica. Antica. Yeah. Nice. So uh, do you want to tell me a little bit about your background in terms of education or stuff that you were doing before this, maybe? Yeah, I went to Gibson. Do you know Gibson Youth Academy? Yeah. I went there. I mean, of course, I'm grateful for the entire like pathway that I took in life, right? But I do remember feeling like school was not helping me find my true self. Mm. 
Facts. I mean, I can see that there were some kids that were really good at like physics because they're just geniuses. They mm. don't even have to study or something. Yeah. I can see some people were really into like academia, like misara lachosa, which a lot of for them. I could see that school would help um, in finding what they might want to do or what they want to get into. But it wasn't helping for me. I felt like I just had to study all the classes and just but I get a good grade and halas, you yeah. know. But But I don't think that's what life's about. I, I don't think it taught me how to look and find for jobs, how to highlight my strengths mm. and how to self-reflect and be better and how to manage finances. Exactly. and how to. So when I finished high school, I was a really, really confused 17-year-old girl. And I thought I needed to have a scholarship and, you know, go to the States. Otherwise, I'll be very, very sad and depressed here. Yeah, and, and suck in like a job that you don't want. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I did. I did do that. And um, I studied computer science. So I was a software developer for two years. Everybody asks me, so can you make me an app when yeah. I say? <laughs> can you make me a website? Let's do that. A website. I could actually. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen your website. It's banging. Yeah. It's well, actually, awesome. so what happens is, though, now I'm a bit distant from okay. the computer science field. And, yeah, yeah. you know, coding languages and stuff, they're really, really like, you have to be up to date. Up to date Otherwise, yeah. you're yeah. going to use, yeah information right like but in any case I know very good enough to do what I need to do for myself mm -hmm. at least for now yeah and yeah it has helped me when I first like started doing my websites my well before Afroheat it wasn't my own websites I was freelancing mm. actually yeah. so I freelanced in uh, editing like online articles I freelanced in making websites organizing events making audiobooks so I was doing a lot of stuff and so that you know that computer science background definitely helped mm -hmm. um, but anyway I studied business psychology in London afterwards so when I finished my studies I and I finished working I was like I didn't like the job so I thought you know if I was to go to school again for something that I really really liked what would it be and the answer was psychology mm -hmm. um, I didn't know what kind of psychology there were different types clinical psychology behavioral psychology but I was more interested in the business psychology course that um, a London school was Sounds offering. very interesting. It's very interesting. <laughs> I don't even it's, know what that is. It's but about like, like, I mean, some of the courses we took were the art of negotiation. Mm. So how to get what you need out of a business meeting, it could mm. be. Or, I mean, it, it helped not just in a business setting just in general yeah. so for you even now I'm exactly sure. yeah in life so yeah those kinds of things are what the course was about but anyway so I would have been doing the same thing after I graduated meaning I would have looked for a job and stayed in London and yada 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 but mm. I wasn't happy doing that it still just felt like I was living on the surface you know like a fake Hamrawit was kind of <laughs> yeah. walking Imposter. the streets <laughs> exactly Imposter. I didn't really know what was gonna happen if I just moved here mm. so I just up and moved here and that's when I did all the freelance stuff just to make money on the side yeah 
But in the meantime, I was doing a lot of fitness stuff. I saw the gap. You know, I remember when I was in college, I was part of this um, dance group called Pamoja Girls. Ooh. Yeah, and we did, we were doing a lot of African dances and showing it once a year to all the students. That's so cool. Yeah, that's where my interest for Afrobeats first started, actually. Whoa. So, like, years ago, maybe like a decade now. But so I thought to myself, oh, let me pick that back up and make it in the form of fitness. And people always want to stay active in different fun ways. So I gave it a shot and it seemed... Fire. Yeah. <laughs> people really liked it. So, yeah. I mean, that is where I started. But of course, I really, really want to just in generally be in the health and fitness industry as mm. a whole. So it's not really just about dance fitness. Dance fitness is not the only thing about fitness. Um, but yeah. yeah. That sounds great. Thanks. I had no idea. This is such a great background. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So we'll like delve into personal growth, even though you've shared most of it so far. So how has your journey into fitness contributed to your own self-discovery and development? And what let you uh, pursue it as a career and lifestyle? Oh, wow. The first thing that comes to my mind is that my self-discovery led me to fitness. Mm. Because how did I even get into fitness is the question of like, it's just me trying to do different things that I liked that led me. So I had discovered myself already. First. Yeah, That's first. Awesome. And once I did that, it was very easy to stay in it. Mm -hmm. And so it was easy to think of making a career out of it because I was doing it very, very consistently. I think self-discovery is such a if we're talking about in terms of, oh, what do we want to do? What do we like to do? I feel like there's such a pressure on young people and youth now. And I don't want to say the, the cliche thing, you know, do what you're passionate about, <laughs> do what you love. Because sometimes you don't know what you love or you what you're passionate about yeah. or what you're supposed to be passionate about. And sometimes that won't make you money, mm. to be honest. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I have to say, I, I just know your strengths and your weaknesses is definitely one thing. I mean, yeah. Your, my passion might be one thing and if it does not make me money and if I don't have business experience or business knowledge, I'm going to go find myself a circle of people where I can learn from or a partner that has yeah. that as a strength mm -hmm. and um, I continue doing my creative stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. So you don't have to be good at everything yeah. to succeed, exactly. to be honest. That's true. Some people are very, very business savvy and business minded. And, and you can leave it up to them. <laughs> exactly. Like that, you always have to work with people anyway. So right. I think just asking myself, what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses? What am I happy doing, even if it was for free? I know that's, that's a really, really bad question no, to no. ask. No, no. Actually, but it's all if good. It, if, if it's you all know. about, yeah if, yeah, if it's all about just finding what gives you joy, what would you do even if it was for free? Would you wake up in the morning and go to the job that you have now if it was for free? Mm -hmm. Would you wake up in the morning and still come and do this podcast even yeah. if it was for free? It is for so, free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I'm not saying go and like find the things you would do for free yeah. and do them for free. That's the not what I'm saying. The self-discovery helps yeah. you. The self-awareness helps helped you. Me. It really helped me find what I really, really loved mm -hmm. and what made me feel safe and, you know, what made me love myself to yeah. be honest yeah so that sounds amazing. yeah <laughs> oh, so it was the other way around after all <laughs> so uh on the awaze podcast we love talking about mental health so i want to ask how do you prioritize mental well-being within the afroheat community and also what advice do you have for individuals who maybe struggle with maintaining a healthy mind while pursuing their fitness goals 
That's a very good question. So for my girls within the Afrohead community, I'm actually changing the format of my classes to become more inclusive of conversation and more inclusive of scenarios where they can talk to each other mm. and, you know, engage with one another. So I want my classes to be it's not just about burning the calories. It's not it's not about weight loss. It's not. My classes are more, you know, I had a tough day and let me have fun and feel confident in my body. That's what it's about. You know, maybe and maybe that feeling um, will inspire further action and it's like a domino effect, yeah. right? So yeah. maybe then you will decide, okay, actually I feel good when I sweat. So let me do more active things. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I also need to take care of my mental. Let me go see my therapist about this thing that I'm struggling with. I just want it to be a way for my girls to feel confident and a space where they can forget about whatever might have happened during the day and yeah. just reset right so i guess that makes it like 50% mental at yeah. this point the class is really really a psychological relief yeah. that i want um students to get to out feel. of it yeah. yeah and for your other question what advice would you have for individuals who struggle with maintaining a healthy mind while pursuing their fitness goals do you know what i think right now the fitness industry in general and how it's portrayed on social media it's very very looks oriented of course and for we sure. all battle mm-hmm. with ourselves with body dysmorphia ever, yeah. yeah we are never going to be good enough one thing i will tell you is even personal trainers or bodybuilders that may be ripped right mm. even them they may also feel like they are not good enough or you know they have to work on this part of their body mm. or this it's, muscle they're never or, satisfied yeah, yeah you you know so at some point i guess just understanding that your relationship with social media really really has to be limited you can't take what you see to be the reality mm. of course that's so cliche and it's something that we all struggle with for sure right daily but once you just do it just because not because social media said so not because you want to look like so and so you just you just want to see how it goes and give it a month and then give it two months and then give it three you really start experiencing the other benefits the emotional relief the endorphins mm. the energy throughout the day the positivity you don't argue a lot yeah. you know you've already exerted you're just so much energy that exactly. you're just like, it's all good man it's really a way to be zen yeah. so and this is whatever form of fitness you choose yeah. be it running be be it strength training be it yoga be it whatever yeah. form you choose you will start maybe realizing that it has all these other benefits, benefits that come attached to it of course it's great to have goals it's great to have body goals it's great to have you know psychological goals and whatnot but if you are going through stress levels while you are in your fitness journey just keep being in your fitness journey yeah. <laughs> just keep doing it i guess it's going to help what, you and don't mind yeah. if you stop it will be more detrimental it will, yeah i think health. for a long time for me i didn't notice that i would get cranky if i didn't sweat in some shape or form mm. for over 2 weeks i start getting really cranky <laughs> And I don't even know that's why but you know sometimes I think day am I going to be on my period no I'm yeah. not so why am I always cranky <laughs> and then I'll be like of course I'll get bloated and I'll just feel oh, but got tired all day I'm mm. yawning too much I nap like during Throughout random hours that yeah and then I'll be like stick oil let me get back to the gym and I'm be a gym then I remember I'm like oh 
sure. This is why this I is like. Why. Yeah, this is why I liked it. Yeah. yeah. So um, okay. I think really pay attention to your body. Um, once you get through, there's a difficult phase. There's maybe the first month, two weeks for some people who are already kind of leading active lifestyle. But once you get just past that first month of like no more soreness everywhere and etc. and etc. If you just pay attention, your body is actually really really loving. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? And so you just need to pay attention. Mm. Even your energy levels. We don't tend to pay attention to ourselves. That's true. So we don't know when we're high or low. We just know we're just not having You're it today. Or Manaman. Oh, we're just going with the flow. I, or flow is not necessarily in a good way. You're just like, oh, you're in traffic. You're just like, you're just living. Just satisfaction. Exactly. Just like that middle level. Exactly. I have to say, I mean, I still go through stress and I am. I lead a pretty active lifestyle. I still go through stress. I go through body dysmorphia. I go through all of those things. Mm -hmm. And I think how I like to portray my social media is I want to show that imperfection. Mm. I want to show that. I want to be very relatable for people and I don't want fitness to seem like such a concept that's yeah, like out there. I can't achieve it. I can never look like that. I can never be that motivated. I can never be. I don't like that. So yeah. that's why like, you know, you'll probably see me making videos of me failing, trying to do a certain push number up of or push-ups. Something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So for me, it's, I still see like um, people that do, oh, this is how I was before and this is how I am now yeah. but okay what can't you do now mm. because i can relate more to that exactly is how people think yeah. right and yeah. so of course it's great to do progress tracking progress. and to show progress and whatnot but also i want to show people that there are things that even now i can't do mm. so maybe next year i'll be able to do those exactly. and then i'll show the, the transition of those the the fact that oh i couldn't do pull-ups then now i can do pull-ups all right moving on to the next thing that i can't exactly. do guys this is what i can't do right yeah, now yeah. so i guess that's that's something that i i hold really dear to myself is that because I remember how scared and anxious I used to get when I saw, oh my God, you know, all these yeah, crazy fitness, fitness freaks doing it. And also, like, let's not forget that it's like so airbrushed as well. You're, they're not showing you the 10, 20 pictures that it took for them for to them. get this one picture. They're not showing you the application that they used to mm-hmm. airbrush the abs or whatever. Exactly. So, yeah, people should definitely steer clear, especially if you have body dysmorphia, if you have that stress associated with your body and how it's supposed to look, if you just disconnect for a bit it definitely helps I did that once I'm just like I started unfollowing these like influencers I'm like nothing against them I loved their content but it made me feel uh, some type of way so I'm just like okay until I can you know go forward from this place that I am mentally when it comes to my body I don't think I should be paying attention to this type of content because it's making me feel worse as it is and not creating this image in my head on this morning and also I was like walking out and I wanted to take a selfie by the mirror and I took it and I'm just like my belly is Showing a little bit, and then I got here, and like uh, when I was waiting for you having coffee, I'm just like, "Fuck it, that's what I look like now." Like that's yes. what I, this is just what, what I look like now, and I'm gonna put it out there. And yes. I like, I like, I like, yeah, I like. that's it. But <laughs> me and um, Hamdi were saying step one for having a beach body is having a body, and that's it. And you have it, and you have it, and that's Let's fine. Be very happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's definitely, great. That's, that's something a- that everybody <laughs> is going. Through. I'm gonna use that somewhere. Like, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Put out there I think also even when like I realize now what helped me during my initial phase of my fitness journey myself was dressing cute mm. <laughs> yeah 
I mean, dressing in a way that was really comfortable for me, mm. but also cute. Yeah. I had all my purple leggings. <laughs> but, you know, I love all these colors that I put on my closet. I just love feeling very bubbly and like, you know. It helps you. It, it helps really you helps. like even go to the gym. Honestly, that worked. Maybe only for like ladies. But yeah. like, I mean, dudes, like get your own like yeah. <laughs> Under Armour, like fit. Whatever it is. Whatever it yeah. is. <laughs> but I remember I bought five different gym That's sets mm. before I even started going to, going to the, the gym. gym. I swear. I bought five of them. It was that so helps. expensive. And I bought five of them and they were just sitting, staring at me for like months. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, let me finally do this, right? <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm looking cute to the gym anyway. And then yeah, yeah. you see your confidence grow within that. Exactly. So slowly anyways, yeah. So as a personal trainer and a group fitness instructor, you have the power to inspire and motivate others uh, like you do on social media as well. So I wanted to know what or who is your biggest inspiration along your fitness journey? Oh my god, she's not Ethiopian. Okay. But so her name is Kaisa. Kaisa Fit is her Instagram Instagram handle and I discovered her maybe about 2 years ago. Before that, of course, there are so many other influencers that I I'll just watch and whatnot. Yeah. But I think she played such a huge role in me taking it on as a career mm. for one. Okay. And the type of fitness she does, it's really the type that I want to also instill in others. Mm. It's more about get your body moving, feel good in your body, um, don't feel restricted in your body. So her training techniques and, and things that she's able to do is... It's just very inspiring. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, it just goes beyond the looks and, you know, all these uh, kalai kalai yalu benefits. Yeah. But she's genuine. And so I've been watching her grow even as an athlete herself. So I aspire to be like her and learn the moves and fitness moves she does. And so I guess she's That's helping so me a lot with finding my own path in how to inspire others mm. in fitness that's awesome yeah so um balancing personal life work uh, self-care can be like a huge challenge as we've seen again uh, how do you prioritize self-care and maintain your own well-being while uplifting others because i'm sure it's draining on you too how do you do it you know Especially since I moved back, that's been a very difficult thing to attain because it's very difficult to have a routine here, right? So, of course, when I was living in the U.S., I just know how my day is going to go. I'm going to wake up at six, uh, take a shower, get ready for work. You go to work. All the meetings you have, they're in your calendar a week before. Yeah. <laughs> and it's happening on time. Exactly. <laughs> and there are no surprises throughout the day. But mm. uh, no mm. surprises throughout on my way home. No, nothing yeah. out of ordinary happens. But when I moved here, that was the most challenging part of moving back, I have to say, actually. Every day is just, it's a surprise pack. Yeah. It's a surprise package. You open yeah. it and you see what's going to go Yeah, to You know, I tell people who are thinking of moving back, it's like every day here, you're going to be putting out fires. So you're not actually going to be able to live or work your plan because you have to put out fires, whether mm. it be a family issue or, you know, you got to run an errand for an whatever it is. Blood. You might be putting out fires more than you had planned to. Mm. So 
I have to say, maybe I still struggle with it. So what I typically do is, you know, taking that time off from Addis really helps me focus. <laughs> so Addis Ababa, no, but I'm chaotic. It is. Below me it is. So Even if you go to like Langano, yeah, whatever, it's like a, a completely different yeah. environment. Yeah. yeah. So I think, well, what I'm doing now is I try and <laughs> leave Addis so that I can refocus if I feel my stress levels are kind exceedingly of high yeah or yeah. like or that i'm not going according to my plan as mm. i thought mm. right but in general i guess three things i would say journaling helps using my phone's uh, calendar it was so difficult for me to like write to do lists and calendar light yeah. today reminders and yeah. it was really difficult to start doing that but then once I did oh my god yeah it just feels I sleep better because I don't have you know, to worry the next day or something yeah. you know yeah so yeah using my calendar really helps and before I start the day and the night before as well so the night before writing down the things that I have to get done tomorrow in no particular order because here it's very difficult like I might yeah. say oh I gotta go and do this this at 8am but maybe uh, but I just write it down so ideally I have to do these things and then you know the first thing I do is I read that and then I'm able to plan back out these are the things I have to do and then at the end of the day I see which ones I was unable to accomplish mm. and it transfers over to the next exactly. and the ones that I did do I just delete this has really really helped me <laughs> when especially when I had like busy busy um, schedules mm. yeah many many clients many places to go many projects to try and you know complete and so mm. this really really helped me it also helped my social media usage because just writing about things that I have to do or want to do feels more productive than scrolling. Than doing yeah, scrolling. and so <laughs> so automatically I'd forget that I'd even have Instagram or TikTok mm. if I have those you know busy days and yeah. I'm, yeah. And even if you're not out here trying to be a freelancer, even if you're only working with one company and you aspire to do something but you can't leave yet or whatnot, I say this still helps. I would write things that would like okay. I want to be a painter, but right now I'm working in a corporate environment, right? So even in that scenario, I would take literally one step. I would write on my notepad, buy that acrylic and um, that I saw on Telegram, on this group chat, whatever, (laughs) or reach out to the person or whatever. You know, using this really keeps yourself accountable because then I go back and I look at it and if I haven't done any of it, I'm like, okay, Ah. I'm slacking. (laughs) And so, yeah, it's a way that I can keep myself accountable and sane. Uh, Before I got into fitness, I was working Monday to Sunday. Yeah, I was going crazy because I was so anxious. I just moved back. So you're just like, I need to work. Yeah. (laughs) So I was working. I will do anything and everything that came my way. Mm. um, Because, you know, I told you I was freelancing and all these different things, right? Mm. And so... And they don't have regular pay. Yeah. (laughs) So if I'm doing events, I have to be there. Even if it's a Sunday. Yeah. Mm. If I'm making websites, I have to be up until 3 a.m. If the client has said, make this change last minute or whatever. So I was really working Monday to Sunday and eventually 
literally I said you know what I'm not doing nothing on Sundays <laughs> to this day I do not even when I started doing uh, fitness as a career yeah. I will not train on on, on Sundays. Sundays no of course for myself maybe if throughout the week I was busy and then mm, I want to go to the gym or something time. okay yeah. but God, I had my break so I could go on Sunday or something like but that that's but that's your self care so yeah it's, it's self care it's yeah. part of self care so I think self care has many different ways to do it yeah yeah and of course there's the physical aspect and then there's the emotional and mm, mental, mental psychological yeah. um i think for the physical i would do something like i'll either run or go to the gym or something you know it was very difficult with the gym hair oh my days i was going to ask i'm <sighs> like how do you do it when you're a female and yeah. if you're trying to get into fitness I have to say plan what to do with your hair. Oh for sure. Because that will come in your in between your plans. That's so like true. that That's will so ruin your plans of your fitness journey. I'm telling you. That's why I learned to do my own hair. No way. Yes. Did you do this yourself? Yes, I did. Stop. Thank you. Girl, it looks so good. Thank you. Forza, forza. <laughs> so that's what you do for your uh, physical self-care. Mental health wise, I'm sure the mental health journaling, health. exercising still helps. Journaling, journaling is amazing. Do you do morning pages like I do once in 2 weeks? Yeah. Journaling? Yeah, I should journal more. You should journal every day. I should. <laughs> you should. I guess now what's happening is that there's not enough progress for me to journal right about, about, right? Mm-hmm. So when I'm in a phase of like, okay, action, let me do this, let me do this, let me do that. Um normally nothing really happened throughout the day. So yeah. for me, it's very difficult to my journal is very very sparse. <laughs> I mean, it's not a dear diary. Today, oh. it's not that kind. <laughs> no, 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 that's not what <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it's more like, you know, social life. Uh and then I have pointers and mm. then career mm. prospects and then I have things and then, okay. you know, okay. so it's very very objective and like bullet it's points so, and wow. yeah, that's the kind of journaling Business I do. Business psychology do this to you. <laughs> You run it like yeah. you're just like running a business. It's like, what's the progress? I know. Call HR. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I try to, to write about all aspects of my life. Again, it's not uh, daily. Okay. So, once a week and twice a week, I'll have like maybe two, three pages. Mm-hmm. Although, no, you're right. I should probably journal do it every day. more. Yeah. I just do it when I felt like it. And usually I feel like it when I'm either very sad or like very happy and I want to like document it. So, uh, so but I'm reading this book now called The Artist's Way and it's uh, such a good book and it tells you whether you're a lawyer or any career prospects that you might have you should journal every day and journal three pages even if you don't know what to write about you say I don't know what to write about because I have to sit here and write this journal la 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 and then your brain will just open and you become it's called The Artist's Way because even if you don't have a creative work you become so creative because you know you have a place and outlet to let out your anger or happiness boredom and uh, usually do it in the morning I, I do it after getting my coffee and cleaning my room because I can't function without that because I just write three pages even if I had nothing to write about I'll be like um so I just clean my room and na na and then it'll just come out and I'm yeah. like damn so that's been like on my mind I had no idea and they yeah. usually tell you to do it in the morning so that you can just put it out on the pages and then go about your day and yeah. it does help and I would recommend the book as well you know one thing that people don't I don't hear people saying quite often so we see journaling as being a way to 
decompress and reflect mm. you know if you have any built-up emotion you're able to let um, it out on yeah the page, exactly yeah. yeah do you know what i find about journaling that's also very very relaxing and even if i don't have anything to write reading what i wrote oh my god yeah from that's... years ago yeah. okay at this point i'm i started journaling when i was when i just moved back so i have like four years worth of stuff mm. so even if i don't have anything to write about i do know i will have those days where I'm really really down I'm really feeling sad and I can't really bring myself to write about it yeah so I'll just read what I had and you'll see the progress yes how far you've come yes and then all of a sudden I'm out of that like down depressed mm. mode mm. and and maybe I'll have something to write about even like you know yeah. wow four years ago I can't I believe said this yeah, and yeah, yeah I'm living what I said four years ago mm. um so anyway so reading back is a really, also really, one yeah, way yeah nice yeah so I wanted to talk about I've seen like gone through your website top tier website by the way it's oh, very thank nice you. and it says on the website that uh, you did it because there aren't any women specific training programs or a space that's like separate for females I'm sure there's even a bigger gap in terms of career path for women there aren't many female trainers and stuff so have you encountered any specific hurdles as a female entrepreneur as a female fitness instructor how have you overcome them Oh my gosh, yes, daily. Um especially when you are in a male dominated industry. Yeah. And I guess Kadrojamro, I was in a male dominated industry even in the sense of Isn't it all? Of, <laughs> yeah. Isn't it all? Like I'm just saying. I guess actually yeah. So most of them are. Yeah. Yeah. But in general, I guess I have really taught myself to hold on to the people that make me feel the most safe. My family has been so supportive and of course it might be difficult to ask for help sometimes but I've learned that the people that love you and want the best for you will always come through mm. so I've learned to know when to ask for help and when to say I actually can't do this right so and in general what i said earlier of like knowing what my weaknesses are i have surrounded myself with people that have the strengths that i may not mm. and so i'm able to learn from them or um i'm able to take advice from them that includes my dad like <laughs> my, i mean my dad has so much business and financial knowledge that he just casually throws out he has never read a self help book but he's like but he, yeah <laughs> the one liners you know i don't need to purchase mm. you know any of those books i can literally go to dad mm. and yeah so as long as we are willing to learn and say okay i actually don't know how to do this i think that's the first step yeah. to passing whatever challenges we might face yeah There are challenges that you face that you can't go to anyone for. Mm. There are some internal challenges, right? Some things you might face. It might be sexual assault. It that's, might that's be what I'm, yeah. Obviously, that's who exactly am I going to go to thing, if that happens? That's the yeah? first thing that came and, <laughs> and I mean, it has happened so much that I think at this point maybe I'm not uh I have a thick Phased skin for it, it or mm. something. Mm. Oh, and G, how did I pass them? Good question. <laughs> Yeah. How would you pass those kinds of challenges? It's hard. If it actually comes in between you and your work. Work. I have had times where today I got hakasam unless this person gets what they he want. wants. Oh. Yeah. And so how am I going to go about it? Obviously, you know, 
who do I ask for help even, right? Mm. Like, yone, oh, see, it's a tongue, but I'm tactical, but um, you have to be wise, you have to be manamen. What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you that You want us means. to use our bodies like <laughs> army knives? Like, what is this? Be wise, be very smart. It puts the accountability on you instead yeah, of the person the who's person. trying to but take advantage of you. to some degree, you. what sucks is that if that person that's trying to take advantage of you is never going to be held accountable that's a by, not by the system not by the country not by the people then maybe yeah you do have to take it into your own hands mm. um, to say either nope this is not worth until like just leave everything or find a way almost to I mean I remember there was a time that I felt really really uncomfortable but I still had to get like a signature out of somebody right mm. and I felt really uncomfortable so you have to think on your feet I was like hey like I gotta go because the so-so is calling me and like I have a whatever emergency and then I made sure that we met in a public place uh, the next time next time yeah good so you know these are the things I learned through different ta- I, I would have not thought a thing about meeting someone in their office to get their signature, right? Mm. This is, you're going into an office. Yeah. And you think it's going to be so fine and dandy. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a very uncomfortable situation. I've never been brought into a situation like that before. And I was like, but God, you know, you have to think on your feet and then be, but... I mean, I lied out of my ass. I didn't have a family emergency. Yeah. I don't know. I just said, Intanamanam and died. Like, I don't know. <laughs> You'll do <laughs> but it. It's you not, to you do gotta do you what can. you gotta do, right? Yeah. And so, in any case, there, yeah, there have been even more instances where I just had to think on your feet. Think on my feet. And through time and practice, I guess now I know how to deal with some, some things. But now you know, like, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. stay safe. And now. Yeah. I wish, I, I don't know, I guess through more conversation, maybe more more podcasts like this where people and women actually share their struggles and how to to find information on yeah, this how Ethiopia culture yeah. so when you're when you're working with Ethiopian people and the Ethiopian culture it's Zimbalo oh I'm a woman I got my rights it might not get you anywhere right so nah. what do I gotta do then in Milan because I know many people go through it daily every but day yeah I people in colleges even people who haven't graduated like like deal with this. Yeah. professors and students Girl. what kind of relationship is there exactly. in order to get grades what happens yeah. right like I've been asked to do like a separate presentation I'm like hey G, I looked for he has an assistant Astamari that he works with I'm like and I'm like I did my presentation and we left together really yeah he still gave me like a shitty grade, but I'm like, why am I doing a private present presentation for you? It just makes no sense. Like you can take 10 minutes from the class for me to go up and do the presentation. Yeah, it was like so many dodgy situations where even as a child, you have to like. Yeah, I feel like it. there honestly, there should be a different like it could make its own podcast where women just share this mm. and mm. it could help people. People who feel industry. isolated. Exactly. So on your experience right now, there that's teacher probably asked another so girl to students. give him a private yeah. intent presentation and yeah for sure it's not his first rodeo yeah <laughs> and there are so many people who are perpetuating this uh, behavior and the people who feel isolated feel like it's an isolated situation let assume yeah. and even when that happened to me I'm just like oh my god why did I do this why did I get myself into this situation yeah. I went blaming so, myself that at some lot, point yeah. so I think sharing the story is definitely the first step into you know go- yeah. going through it it's kabad yeah. yeah. it's kabad 
um, as a wrap up for this section of the questions, uh, what is like the ultimate goal for Afroheat and how do you hope to inspire and empower individuals through this movement? So what's the next step for you? Um, so Afroheat is a fitness lifestyle brand. Um, it's very, very pan-African. It's not meant for just um, Ethiopia and mm. Ethiopians. I am working on various projects within Afroheat, traveling around the continent, getting inspiration for music and dance and, you know, showing it mm. um, uh, for for Africans in the diaspora and within Africa. Also working on a lot of other fitness products, including fitness foods and fitness apparel. Um, so Afrohit really is the fitness lifestyle brand you want. I would want people to associate with because mm. it's very, very them, right? It's very yeah. relatable and it's very African and it's very authentic. Yeah. So that's the big picture for mm. Afrohit. That sounds great. Yeah. Like I feel like you can tap into so many different cultures and movements yeah. and exactly. dance. When I'm yeah. 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 It would be a cultural so. exchange moment. That also exactly. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. Well, now we're in the fun question segment. I mean, the first one also relates to what we've been talking about. What is that one song that comes up during your fitness classes that gets people riled up? It could be seasonal. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) It is very seasonal. I have to say there was one song that was really, really loved by almost all my students. And Back Way, that's the name of the song. (laughs) Back Way. Yes. Do you like reality shows? I don't know. Reality TV? I mean, I've seen a Love Island is okay. one that I've watched. Yeah, so I wanted to ask, like, yes. if you could be a contestant on any reality TV show, which one would you choose and why? Ooh, actually, the... No. The 100? No. Okay. No, there's this one that I watched. It's about... So these people all, they come in a villa. Mm. Trader, yes. Okay. Yes, I would be on the Trader. Girl, oh my God. I was on the edge of my seat. So the Trader is about all these people come into a villa and then one person is assigned to be the Trader. Okay. But nobody else knows. And Do you know? As an audience? Yeah. This one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do know. Okay. But you have to eliminate the people and they have to guess who is eliminating them. It's like that game. Uh, not I know the killer. But oh, yeah. No, I really thought I know the killer. But there was another one. Another like, one, Leila. Uh, a mobile game. It was called uh, Among Us. Oh. Among Us. Among Us is that's the, the game it is. So you go into a spaceship, like it's a mobile game, and then you yeah. find out who the imposter is. Manami. Yeah. If you can't find them, he will like, he'll, he'll kill you. He'll kill you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. And then every time these people will gather and then they'll try to like find the traitor and uh, get him eliminated from the show mm-hmm. and then say you are the traitor and then they say we think you, it is you you know you have to like manipulate them into thinking that you are not Whoa. anyway I feel like you'd be good because you you studied business psychology I mean- <laughs> hey you have I a superpower think, I guess I would not I would not actually now that I think about it I don't want to be on that show because <laughs> it causes serious trust oh issues <laughs> I, I mean yeah you I was like, bro, how can someone lie like this? Like, Yeah, it's it really so, nice. It yeah. sounds interesting. So if you could invent a holiday, what would it be called and how would it be celebrated? How do you come up with these questions? Because... <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so Just, if I could invent a holiday, yeah. where do I feel like it should be a holiday but isn't? Ooh, something to do with fitness, maybe? Yeah, go for it. Um, I was anima. I, th- I thought you would say that to Yeah, me. I mean, I, that's the only thing that came to my mind. Uh, I don't know. Are there any fitness related, related holidays? holidays? No, girl, just gluttony. Just gluttony. Just <laughs> food and alcohol. <laughs> just a love yourself day. Fine. Mm-hmm. Let's call it a love yourself day. Okay. What would you do then? How would it be celebrated? We would gift each other, like just to build on that, I feel like we should gift each other like care packages. Like it would be like Christmas, but you give each other care packages. I don't know if it was care packages and I know you love um, avocado treatments for your hair. Maybe Mm. I'll get you that. Mm. And if somebody else loves running, maybe I'll get them running shoes. Or if they love biking, maybe a bicycle. So it's just, yeah. Self-care in any shape shape or form. Give them like a pack, I don't know, a voucher for like three therapy sessions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think nice. this should be a thing. I think I'm behind it. I'll sign the petition like to, to make this official. <laughs> yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming through. Let the listeners know where they can find you and your work. Um, thank you for having me. This was so, so, so amazing. Um, everybody can find me via my Instagram handle, hamrawit underscore gazao. Or you can search Afroheat Fitness and I'm pretty sure most of the tags are going to be mine. Yeah. So, yeah. And also my website is www.afroheatfitness.com. Yeah. TikTok too. TikTok, hamrawit gazao. So, yeah. 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 That's all <laughs> socials. Thank you so much for thank coming. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Alrighty. Well, see, I told you guys we would have a more chipper episode next time. <laughs> so thank you all for listening bye